Welcome to another episode of CTA's podcast. Me and my boy Nick today are two. We have two special guests, and they're both South Bay football players. The first is Charlie Rossi, and the other is Naman Alamada. And let me tell you a little bit both about both of our guests today. Charlie, so far this pa- the, the past two seasons, he's recorded 91 receptions for 1,433 yards and has scored 16 touchdowns in total. Nauman was ranked second in the entire Whoopi on passing yards with 3,004 last year in 2019. He was one of the two quarterbacks in the Whoopi to throw for 3,000 yards last season. Two quarterbacks in the whole Whoopi last year, and Nauman was one of them. So, guys, welcome to the podcast. Tell us how you all doing today. Well, I'm pretty good. Um, got a little bit of round of golf earlier today with my friends and been hanging out ever since. I'm doing great too. We had a workout this morning. It felt good. I came home, relaxed, did some yard work, and now I'm here. That's great to hear. But both had very productive, productive days. It seems like. So, um, first question: Either one of you can answer first. How did you both get into football? Sorry, you go first. All right. Uh, well, I kind of was born into a football family. Uh, my dad's been a football coach since I was born. Um, Coached at a few different high schools and started coaching right when he came out of college. And so some of my earliest memories are being on the football field when I was like four running around. So, I mean, I kind of just was born into it and have been running with it ever since. Um, I don't know. I started watching football. My earliest memories when we won the Super Bowl against the Cardinals. And ever since then, I've always wanted to play football. I loved it. And uh, I like the mental aspect of it, too. So. And I wasn't, I didn't become a quarterback until later on, but I always wanted to be one. And ever since then, it's kind of been, I loved it. I love the game. I love everything about it. It's great to hear. Um, now I'm in the mental aspect. Um, what do you like about that involving football? I like the X's and O's. Like, even though, like, size, speed, and strength and all that matter, like, if you have a good game plan, you can beat anybody and you can do anything on the field that you want. So, if you, like, it's more mental than it's physical, and that kind of shows on the field. Okay, that's good for both of you. Um, Charlie, how about question I want to ask you? Your dad, dude, like anyone who follows opioid football, dude, the first coach they think of, he's definitely like on that list. Though. So just like tell, just tell us like with the success and pop and popularity that he's that he has had, what's it like just live in life just knowing that he's your dad and everywhere you go people will probably say something to you about him uh yeah pretty much everyone i talk to or mean person uh no matter where the conversation's going something always comes back to my dad but i mean i kind of don't live it i kind of don't see it that way living with someone who's so-called famous within the whip but i mean i think it's definitely an advantage just constantly talking football and um whether get an extra work in, like Nam said, mentally at night with the game plan and be able to watch film with him and study the game and just get so much knowledge because he's just so experienced. It's definitely an advantage for me, and um, I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, okay. Earlier earlier you said um, he coached at other high schools before South Bay. Could you tell me, like, which ones? Uh, he coached at Riverview, which is, I think, right now a single or double A. Uh, real small school when I was real young 
And then when I was in kindergarten or first grade, he uh, came to South Vet, started coaching. He's been here going on 12 years, um, 12 years, I think. And then before I was even born, he was coaching, I think, middle school football, middle school basketball in Ohio at a school. So he's kind of been everywhere. Man, that's crazy. Well, Charlie, all I could tell you right now is that from what we've seen from the media, that your dad's been able to turn all South Ed football players into something special if they play at the professional level, such as Justin Watson or just simply just any of you guys that play at the collegiate level. So your dad, I'm just going to tell you right now, I'm doing a great job, and we all love what he's doing there, just, for, as, just as a fan aspect. Thank you. Um, I appreciate it. <laughs> Norman, I look at your stats from last year, and I'm blown away by it, to be honest with you. I mean, like, okay, so you've been, like, you started playing since you played your freshman, yeah, you played your freshman year, and so, and, well, and definitely sophomore year, too, though, but um, you, you were always, like, the backup to, like, Saxton and Devin for those two years, but then, this, but then, like, the moment you got the job as the starter, you didn't waste any time whatsoever, as I said before, with the 3,004 yards. So tell me how you progressed from a backup to a really good starter. Um, well, I mean, Charlie and Joey and all of them, they helped me so much. Like, it helps having receivers like them. Like, they make, they win the one-on-one matchups a lot and all that. And as you said, I backed up Jamie and Drew, and I think that was actually kind of a blessing in disguise. So you got to learn a lot from them, like Drew – was a three-year starter for us. He ran the offense to perfection almost, and Jamie came in. He ran the new offense really well. And I kind of, like, took bits and pieces I learned from both of them and tried to implement them in my game. And I wasn't always a quarterback, but, like, I became a quarterback in eighth grade. So Charlie and Joey helped me a lot from there. Like, you go throw, you go to the field, throw for, like, an hour or two, maybe three or four times a week. That kind of helps with the chemistry and, like, the – like, I can just look at them. I know what they're doing. I know where they're going to be. And it helps a lot on the field. Like, you see it in the game sometimes. Like, I'll just throw the ball out there, and they'll take it five, six yards, turn it six yards downfield. So, a lot of my yards are thanks to those two and the rest of the great receivers and athletes we have. So, what position did you play in middle school? Uh, middle school, I was a quarterback, and it was rough. I wasn't that good. I was not very good, not at all. Um, <laughs> before that, I was a tight end, and I was real skinny. I've always been skinny. I could always throw the ball, though, but I wasn't fast enough for a quarterback in youth. So. No, I mean, you six foot, you're like six foot five, am I right? Or mm-hmm. somewhere around there? Mm-hmm. Wow. So, okay. So, just being that tall, like, not that, there's not a lot of quarterbacks, like, right now that are, like, tall as you, though. So, how does that help you when it comes to, like, your pop, your your vision on the it field. It must help a lot. I've noticed that. Like I can see downfield clearly sometimes, and on screens, like whenever I see a blitz coming, I can just look over and I can see Charlie and Joey running downfield, or like the rest of my receivers. So it does help a lot for sure. Got you there. Um, ever played basketball by chance? <laughs> I did when I was younger, but I had like knee problems and stuff, so I had to stop my focus on football. I wasn't that good either. <laughs> Okay, then um, let's talk about the offers that both of you have received in the last two months. Uh, Charlie, I'll start with you on this. Recently, in the past week, you received an offer from one of your dream schools, which is Princeton. So the question I have when it comes to when it came to you getting that offer was, 
how excited were you to get that offer? And um, what makes Princeton one of your dream schools? Uh, it was pretty exciting. Um, just I think one reason they're my dream schools. I uh, I went up there last year. It was one of the only like Ivy League camps that I was able to get to. Um, all the camps this summer were canceled, but last year I was able to get with them, and um, I just loved it up there. The school obviously is one of the best in the world. Um, the campus is beautiful. I loved all the coaches. I I performed really well, and then we've kind of I built a relationship with the whole offensive staff there, and kind of been waiting for this one and kind of felt it coming and then a week before I got the offer the head coach followed me on Twitter and we kind of talked every day and exchanged messages so I kind of had a feeling and then one once the receiver coach told me to give him a call I just something told me that I was going to get it and um just I worked so hard for it and I had like four Princeton shirts and just a hat that I wear everywhere it's just always been a school that I could see myself at so it was exciting that's great for great for you congratulations um, now, do you have another dream school besides Princeton? I'm just wondering. Uh, no, I wouldn't say I really have another. Um, all the Ivy Leagues, I'd love to end up if everything works out, just because, I mean, we've sent so many players um, from the program that has played before me, just watching them and all the success that they've had, those schools. I mean, Justin being one of them, um, Hunter Hayes. Just We sent a bunch of guys there. They say they love it, and you just can't beat the education, I just think. Any of those schools um, have always been a dream of mine, just to play in that league. Okay. Man, okay. I don't know. Whenever you feel like it, Princeton, you'll be verbally committing there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't want to get any <laughs> ideas inside your head. We'll, but, we'll um, see. We'll see. <laughs> Norman, back in May, you received an offer from Long Island University. That was your first D1 offer, and I expect you to get more in the near future. So tell me, what was that like in your first D1 offer from there? Um, that was pretty special, honestly. Um, I wasn't expecting it. I was at a workout, and I, was, I just finished, and he called me, and he told me he offered me, and I didn't believe him. So like, I hung up, and I called him back. I was like, wait, did you just offer me? And he said, yeah, and it was kind of special. And uh, we've talked since then. We've grown a lot. We've, like, FaceTime every day, or, I mean, at least once or twice a week. And I've got to know them. He's got to know me a little more. I send him, like, videos of me and Charlie throwing all the time. So we built a good relationship from there. And um, I'm hoping once all this Corona stuff that I've done, I can actually go up there and visit. I haven't been to the campus yet, but I'm looking forward to it. That's great. Yeah, I look forward to that. Sure. Um, both of you, you both have a while, or you both have not made any decisions yet, though. But have you guys ever thought of us, maybe what you want to major in in college, no matter where you guys go? Uh, I've probably spent some time in it, thinking about it. Um, I was thinking about prior to this year doing med school or business, and uh, I took a medical, like an anatomy class this year in school and just absolutely hated it. So I kind of crossed that out, and now I'm just deciding on business. I think uh, economics, um, finance, something something in that sort of field. I'm not sure exactly what I want it to be in, but anything in that field, I think, would be a good fit for me. I'd say either um, business or finance, and maybe something in education, too, but I feel like it's going to change in the future, so I'm just trying to keep all my options open. Got you there. That's for both of you, point. yeah, for both of you, I mean, both like what 17 16 17 something like that you guys got time to figure out what you want to do and 
in in your life and like as you guys go to college wherever you guys go you guys will have like what would you call it? like counselors to help you guide you your what guide your way to a job so you'll both be fine there so i want to talk about qbu also known as self in my i was opinion. just going to bring that up too so qbu qbu Red Brombaugh, Drew Saxton, Jamie Divin, and Hugh Nauman all have all been the starting quarterback, starting quarterback for the Lions in the past decade. So the similarity that I think all four of you have is that you are all great pocket quarterbacks. I think that's the reason why all four of you made a big name for yourself down in the South Bay because of like just the way you're able to play in the pocket. So yeah, you can basically call South Bay QBU. So both of you can answer this question because Charlie's with Charlie's dad being the coach, all that he probably knows how the quarterbacks are operated there too. What do you both think makes South Fayette produce really big time good quarterbacks? I think it has a lot to do with the guys around us, honestly. Like going back to Brett, he had Justin to throw to, enough for receiver. Drew had um Noah Plaque, Jamie had Mike Trimber, and Charlie went his sophomore year. And we all just had, like, a great line, a great running back, at least a great defense. So, I mean, yeah, the quarterbacks can get all the credit, but the guys around it really would have made him special. That's the same thing this year, too. Yeah, I'd agree with him. I think something um, that he touched on there was defense. I mean, I think every year in and year out, people always look at our offense and how special it is and kind of we're unique. I'd say we're unique from the rest of the Whitfield and what we do, and you don't kind of – see it being replicated anywhere else but I mean our defense has always been pretty good and we've always been able to make stops and get our offense back on the field which is ultimately what we like to do and that's our game plan as a team every week is try to get off the field on defense and just make our offense be on the field as long as possible. Wow okay um question I would have now is uh you're all just you all just win like so much I don't. I could not remember a time any any of your teams in the past decade. Actually, I don't think ever had below a 500 record though. So both of you, tell me if you could, what's the culture like at Alfaya for football? Um, I'd say like we have a good. I think winning is just. I don't say it comes natural, but that's the expectation, and I feel like no matter what we there's. It's either win or, you know, I can't, it's just, it just comes, it's just understood, I guess. Like, we keep it loose in the locker room, we have fun, but at the same time, we work hard, and the results kind of show on the field. Like, it's not uptight, we have fun, we mess around all the time, but when it comes down to game time, we just go out there and perform. Yeah, I'd say... You kind of just going off what he said, what kind of when he said it's understood, like just when you come in day one as a freshman, um, guys are messing around in the locker room, throwing the, we have ping pong tables. So we're playing, throwing the football around, wrestling, just doing whatever. But once 15 minutes before practice comes and people start getting dressed and you can just see the older guys lock in. I feel like that just goes all the way down from senior to junior to sophomore to freshman. Everyone locks in and knows that time to dial in it's time to get focused and I feel like another thing that we build our program is just passion we're just so passionate and we're not always the biggest guys and the fastest guys but we just work hard and 
I feel like if our big saying is all heart, and if you put your heart in anything and really dial in, I mean, you can beat anyone with a good game plan. Okay. okay. Oh, I love that. That's great stuff right there. And I guess kind of what I was going to ask too is, so as you saw, Fed, you guys kind of like BY touched on have been on top at your Whippeal class, whether it was back in the old AA or 4A these last couple of years. So what kind of keeps you guys able to stay on top and just where it doesn't get boring, but it's just kind of that driving motivation still sit there? Uh, I feel like we always resort back to this, that feeling of holding that trophy up at Heinz Field and playing in front of all those people and in that stadium, that experience, and just like everyone there hates losing. And in the rare times we do lose, you can just tell that people are heartbroken and a lot of times when we lose, it's to end the season. So that just that feeling just resonates with you, and just um, I don't know, it's just expected and understood that we got to win games, and that's just the culture and the standard we hold ourselves to. I agree with Charlie. Uh, sophomore year, winning the Whippeals was definitely one of the best moments of my life. Like I didn't play, but I remember it. I remember it all. And last year losing was definitely. It sucked. I remember like a month later, we were already out there throwing me, Joey, and Charlie just throwing on the field because we didn't we want to get back in as quick as we could. So it's definitely just a win and be the best that we can to get back out there as soon as possible. You guys um, mentioned, well, Nauman, you mentioned the loss. Um, you lost about you all lost the Belvern in the semifinals last year, and probably you guys probably don't like hearing that though. But what do you think you all learned after? Uh, losing that game last year? Uh, I, if I could take away one thing just from that game, which is I feel like it would be that, I mean, you just you can't win every game. And just how things were going that night, like you just tell it wasn't our night. Like we weren't meant to win that game. Just We had a lot of injuries and just we weren't playing well in the second half and our defense couldn't get stops. And all credit to them. I and mean, they had a good game plan. They had a bunch of great players who are – Good on to play Division One football and a good quarterback, but it's just things didn't go our way, and you just you can't win them all, and that's just how life is going to go, not only in football but in everything. And just you know, bounce back, work hard, and be resilient, and move forward. Yeah, I agree. It was tough for sure, and not a fond memory. But we've watched the film. I've watched the film at least multiple times, and I've look back, seeing things I could have done differently, wish I could have done differently. But at the end of the day, we just got to learn from our mistakes and I look forward to fixing them this year. So. Well, see, a, a lot of respect in those answers. But now we're just going to have a little fun. So let's say you guys do win that game and get TJ again. Obviously, Thomas Jefferson went 16-0, won the state title. If you guys got them in Heinz, do you beat them, do you think? Uh, I think just the confidence in our program, I think we could have beat anyone. If we have a good, if we play our, a good game and things go our way, and like I said, Belver and things didn't go our way, and we weren't went to win that game. But if we would have won and played TJ, I think we could have gave them a run for their money. But we would have had to play a perfect game on offense, and defense. But um, just it's hard to guard our offense, and we know we can put points up on anyone. I mean, even when we did lose to Belver and we put up 31, 30, I think it was thirty even. So thirty three, yeah, yeah. So. Um, I think we could have gave them a run for their money, but they were they were crazy. Just their linemen and just how physical they were. Were watching them was like on TV that day. It was just like, man, I don't know if we could have stuck with them. But you like to think that you can beat anyone. So, um, no, you go. Yeah, I definitely would have liked to see that. It would have been fun. I saw them on 
I saw them win states, and I was like, I really wish we played them. That would have been fun. But, I mean, you never know. So, kind of touching on that, so, also, you guys moved to Class 5A this year, so I'm going to ask two questions in one. So, one thing is, you guys are in 5A. What do you think and feel about that? But also, September 11th, you guys get TJ at home, so let's hear it. I'm excited for the move to 5A. Uh, a lot of times last year, we were up by a lot, and, you know, we got taken out, and it was kind of boring. Like, I think I only played four or four games last year. But the level of competition is definitely a lot higher in 5A, and I want another shot at USC, too. It's uh, definitely one I have circled to along with TJ. And I'm really looking forward to TJ at SF. That's going to be – for a lot of tough fans, it's going to be – the place is going to be going nuts for sure. Yeah, I, I would say everyone in the program's uh, excited for 5A. Um, just uh, it's always different when you're playing guys who you've who you've played and since you were like in third grade playing them in every sport. Just like some of the guys from USC and Peters who I work out with and I'm really good friends with and have a relationship. I feel like it just means something more when you know those guys and you can talk smack before the game or a week before <laughs> leading up to it. Just it means that much more and the level of competition is so good and. Um, I think I think it'll be fun and we'll be able to play a whole four quarters and really um, uh, just enjoy it. That's hopefully you all can do well in 5A. I mean, why not? I mean, they you guys got two arms and two legs. They got two arms and two legs, so I'll perform them. But it's easier said than done. <laughs> so um, I'm going to ask both of you some fun questions now. How about... The first one I want to ask both of you is when it comes to all sports, not just like football, but just like all sports, who'd you say South Bay's biggest rival? Montour. Probably Montour. Uh, that's tough. I have to say Montour. Um, CV, Chartier's Valley is a big one too. That This year we played them in football for the first time like ever, but I think we play them in every other sport except football and they're like four minutes down the road from us. So we, we know every single person on that team and a lot of people of us are good friends. And I just seen each other playing every other sport. It's always a good rivalry. So I'm excited to play them too. Okay. Interesting. Interesting there. Um, who's your favorite NFL player guys? Uh, I'd probably say, Right now, Patrick Mahomes, for sure. Just the way he – like, we watched him a lot for our quarterback meetings we had on Zoom. And just the way he runs the offense, the way he can make all the throws. Like, I mean, I'm definitely trying to get like that. It's He's nuts. Uh, for me, I'd probably say uh, Julian Edelman or the Steelers. Ryan Switzer more so when he was in college than now just because, I mean – those guys are similar to me. They're undersized. They're little. They're quick. Not the fastest guys, but they just run such good routes. And I like watching film on them. And Edelman has such a good – he had such a good relationship and chemistry with Brady. And I think that's something that me and Nam have tried to work on along with our other receivers. And so it's just trying to model my game after those guys. And good things will happen. And you'll be successful, obviously. Nam, um, I've talked to some people – about you specifically and a lot of people compare you to Tom Brady to be honest with you so what do you think of that because like I don't know you just like 
you're you're just in the pocket a lot. You do you succeed well in the pocket too. I don't know. I, I guess it's the pattern I've seen at South Bay is like the, you, your quarter your quarterbacks don't really just. It's not like a Lamar Jackson type offense. You feel me on that though? Yeah. So, tell tell me like, do you think you like play at a style like Brady does? Because like I've watched your film and like that's just what I see that. But I'm no football expert, dude. I mean, yeah, it definitely means a lot that people think I play like him. That's another guy I try to model my game after, too. We watch a lot of him, too, like just the forework he does, his release mechanics. Like they're one of the best in the game. And that's why he's the player he is. So, And even the kind of offense he runs through, like Charlie said, we have the connection. We run a lot of the same routes that the Patriots do. So, I mean, it definitely, I definitely need to try to model my game after him for sure. I just wanted to see if if anyone if anyone else thought compared like him to you though because like that's just what that's just what me and some other people see. But uh, all right, guys, how about we go? What's your favorite TV TV series and favorite movie? Uh, I'd say TV series definitely Game of Thrones. I watched that last year, and it was I think it's the greatest TV show ever. It's just it's like watching just a like a movie every single episode. And I always say it's a time investment. Like you really got to sit down and take like three months to watch it, but it was on the real, just the plot line and everything. I, and then favorite movie. I mean, I don't really have one. I'm not much of a movie person, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't say I really have a favorite movie. Mm. I like that. It's a time investment. I don't know what to say about TV show. Movie's definitely happy, Gilmore. I just watched the other night with my buddies. And, I don't know. It just brought back a few good memories. Um, TV show, I can't really think of one off the top of my head. I don't really watch Netflix or do that stuff that much. So I don't know. Got you there. Nauman, how about a favorite scene from Happy Gilmore? Like, you can just, like, watch that scene over and over again and just think, oh, like, that's funny or, like, I like that moment, like, something like that. Oh, definitely the scene where he fights the gator. I don't know. I just thought about it. And, or the part where he brings it back to the apartment and Chubb sees it for the first time. <laughs> yeah, man. That movie's pretty good. That movie, that's a good choice you picked there. That's a good choice you picked there. Uh, next question I have for both of you. Um, PS5, Xbox One, X, Series X coming out. I don't, know if, I don't know if both of you are big into video games as, like, as I am, though. But uh, if you had the option of che- either choosing the PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series X, which one are you choosing? <laughs> I'm not a gamer, so I have no idea. My brother plays a lot of Xbox, so I'll just go Xbox One, honestly. Uh, kind of in the same boat. I honestly didn't even know that they were making a new Xbox. I don't think, I don't think mine's been plugged in since I was a freshman. So, just I'm not. I've never really been into video games, and uh, I honestly don't have a preference either. Interesting, interesting. There. So instead of playing video ga- video games. You guys have been on the field getting South Fed football wins. I see. Okay, I see how both of you roll. Okay. Um, <laughs> next question for both of you. In your high school career so far, what would you say has been your favorite moment, specifically just in being in high school? It doesn't have to be athletically, be academically. It could just be anything just involving your time at South Fed so far. Well, I mean, I'd say for mine is – we were tied with TJ 24-24, and uh, 
Jamie threw me a ball in the back of the end zone and I brought it in to uh, seal that championship and just that whole experience. Coming back at half t- from halftime, just we went into the locker room after the second quarter and just there was no doubt. And that's just something that I feel like really speaks about our program. Just no one doubted that we were going to lose that game. Everyone thought, we got this. All we got to do is we're not playing well. Make a few stops on defense and get rolling. And just that bus ride home, they had the fire trucks lined up throughout the township and sirens were going off and people were outside their doors with big signs just clapping and flashing their lights. It was just definitely something that I'll never, never forget. For me, it was uh, this year against Newcastle. I mean, this early on, the season started out great for me. With the loss to USC, I didn't play too well. And it took me a while to get the hang of the QB1 role, I guess. And I remember going into that game, like, we, me and Joey were, like, reading tweets before, and they projected us, like, lose or something. And we were both a little angry about that. So, once the game started, we started playing real well. I mean, Charlie had a touchdown, Joe had a touchdown. We were rolling, and then we won the game at the end, and, and I always, like, stuck out to me. It's like, I was like, my, I'm here moment and ever since then. And I was kind of, the game just kind of came more naturally to me. I kind of, like, settled in my role, finally. Okay, okay. Great to hear both of your favorite moments there. Um, favorite ice cream flavor? Next question. I'm going to say birthday cake. Definitely not birthday cake. Um, <laughs> I'd probably go cookie dough. Just anything that has cookie dough or or peanut butter. I'm a big, big on those too. Got you there. Got you there. Anyone, maybe any of your friends, anyone else in Whippeal world, they might wonder... What is what it would be something surprising about both Charlie and Norman? So my question is, what is something that people would be surprised to know about both of you? Um, I feel like something for me was uh, um, uh, I'd either say that soccer is one probably one of my favorite sports, just because I mean football and soccer in the same season. Like I feel like people just think they're contrary to one another, but. I'd say that, or uh, I played in the band until my freshman year of high school. Interesting. What instrument? Uh, French horn. I was the only French horn player. Uh, You still play that instrument? Uh, I still have it, but I haven't played it, and I haven't played it since the day I quit, I think. Just, (laughs) I never really picked it up, but my mom always tells me I should, but I just never do it. Who's your soccer club? Who do you root for? Um, well, my family's from Italy and my cousin actually played professionally, uh, on their national team and played in a world cup. And, uh, I actually met him in New Jersey. So me and my dad always like to follow the Italian national team more when he played, he doesn't really play anymore, but he plays, uh, for the professional team in U- in Salt Lake city, Utah now. So okay. we are following them and they played on TV the other day. So Wait, what's his that's name? That's our team now. Uh, Giuseppe Rossi. Okay, I remember him. Okay, yeah. the World Cup. Yeah. Nicky Nikki never probably thought he was related, Char- Charlie. You probably <laughs> okay. would have never guessed that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, well, for me, obviously, I'm not from Pittsburgh. I was born in India. I moved around a lot. And I always, like, 
enjoy looking back on it. Like, it's been a long journey to get this outfit. Like, it's kind of weird. Like, we moved when I was first came to Iowa when I was like nine months old. My brother was born in Arizona, moved to West Virginia, Boston. Then we finally settled down in South Bay when I was in fifth grade, and we've been here ever since. So, and we moved like 13 times in between. So, holy crap. Yeah. So, how many states have you lived in? Um, Iowa, Arizona. Five. We've, we've been the most in my traveled was. That's incredible. I mean, Pittsburgh and Boston are the only two I actually remember. And Boston was terrible because that was a year. Uh, I just hated being in Boston. Patriots fans everywhere. It was terrible. <laughs> and I hated seafood too. It was just not, not a good combination. Okay. Interesting what both of you said there. You learn something new every day above your fellow, your, the fellow would be a, and call you superstars for now. Uh, Nick, any other questions you have for them before I ask my final one that I have for both of them? I mean, those are some good facts. So, I mean, I'll, I'll take it back to you, BY. All right. My last question for both of you before we end this episode is, why should me, Nick, and all the people in Western Pennsylvania, why should we all be sold or believe that your South A team is the team to beat in 5A next year? Uh, you could look at it that way, but I just think if you tried to convince someone to believe that, it's just because just look at the past, the numbers. and I mean, we've been – We've been in it every year. We've been in the race. We've been a top dog every year, and we're just so accustomed to winning. Um, we've had, what, four championships in the past decade, and, I mean, just I feel like you just look at the resume and it speaks for itself. But I think we all know that um, it's going to be a tough year, and I every single game is going to be four quarters, and I think all of them are come down to the last five minutes of play, and we're going to have to play our best football each and every day to um, – to have a chance to beat any of those teams that we play this year. Cause I mean, all of them could, I think in every single game, both teams could beat each other at any point. So, I mean, we know that and we're working towards that. And I, um, I think we're all excited. I agree, Charlie. We kind of sort of play speed for ourselves. And um, we have a lot of players from last year's team come back. I think we have like eight or nine on offense and a lot on defense too. So, a lot of return experience and starters. So I think we'll be ready for the season. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun. I look forward to it. All right, guys. I hope both of you do well statistically, and I hope you all can raise some trophies in November and December. So Nauman and Charlie, once again, thank you for joining the episode. And, guys, it's been another episode of CTA's podcast for Nick and I. We'll see you all later. Yeah, we appreciate you guys. Thank, Thank you for having us. us. Thank you.